Hello, and welcome to Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh, where saving marriages, saving families, and saving souls is the flavor of the day. Now, let's join our host and author of Marriage Unchained, Catholic Alpha Radical, Jerry Jacobs Jr. Welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, where I help you fix your Catholic marriage. I've coached and helped hundreds of men in their marriages, and now I want to help you. Call 313-RADICAL now. That's area code 313-RADICAL. And ask me anything on tough marital issues, such as what to do when she's asked for divorce. What to do when you have a mutual agreement of separation, but you didn't want it. What to do when your wife is cold and distant. What to do when your wife is having an affair. What to do when your marriage is bad, boring, lukewarm, and passionless. What to do when you engage in a mental embrace less than once a month. What to do when you sleep in separate bedrooms. What to do when she has left the home with or without the children. What to do when you are divorced but didn't want it. Call 313-RADICAL. That's area code 313-723-4225. That's area code 313-723-4225. Again, call 313-RADICAL right now for answers to intimacy problems, communication problems, prayer and spiritual warfare problems, authentic masculinity problems, a.k.a. how to man up. So... Sit back, relax, take a chill pill, and get ready to rock. But don't duck. Can you feel it? Catholic Alpha Radical coming at you now. All right, all right. Welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, the podcast that helps you fix your Catholic marriage while also giving you winning tactics for marriage problems, girlfriend problems, and intimacy problems for men. Moreover, where my main mission is to keep you out of divorce court and where marriage unchained, the art of one flesh, divorce combat coaching is the flavor of the day, while also helping me understand marriage and courting, not dating, in the Catholic faith. Why? Because dating is for sex and courting is for marriage. In this 109th episode, we continue the Holy Lovers series with how to save my marriage when my wife has given up. And today we are uh, finishing up on clue, um, no, sorry, not clue, gift number 17, part two. Plus, live calls from you answering your marriage and crisis questions. So getting that cue for some resolution to your marriage confusion. Quote of the day, quote, I always want to see you behaving like a brave soldier who does not complain about his own suffering, but takes his comrades wounds seriously and treats his own as nothing but scratches. End quote. St. Therese of Lejeune to her novices. Bam. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me to help you in yours. Get live Catholic marriage help 
Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern, for some resolution to your marriage confusion. Okay, okay, we rocking today, y'all. We rocking already. It's Monday. It's Monday. It's Monday. It's Monday, man. You know, Monday, I always get attacked. I always get attacked by the demonic on Mondays, y'all. I hate it. You know, you get up late. You 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 exercise late. You pray late. You get on the get on your do your podcast, and something's going wrong. The script ain't right. The money ain't right. Ain't nothing right. <laughs> So this is what live does, but that's okay. We are here and we are about ready to get this. So today, today we got any callers. So we are covering part uh, two of our gift of the 33 gifts of a holy lover. Um, Gift 17, which states a holy lover wins the heart of his beloved daily. That is no joke. That is true. You So, Jerry, how do I win the heart of my beloved daily? Well, the first thing is you put it and you do it. You remind yourself. You do it. You don't put it. You don't put it on the back burner. Why? Because your marriage is number one. God, that your marriage. You can't be messing around. Okay? You can't be messing around. So, if I got any callers today that want to know how to win their heart, they've lost the heart of their wife. They don't know what's going on. They don't understand why she she is feeling the way she's feeling. And you know, with women, man, and you got nothing to do with logic when it comes to love. Nothing to do with logic when it comes to love. Either the emotional closest is there or it ain't. And if it is there, we cool. If it ain't, we ain't cool, and I'm leaving. That's how it works. And so if you're in that situation and you don't you got emotional close, you allow the emotional close to leave in your marriage. You don't understand uh, why your wife is doing what she's doing. If she's upset, if she's depressed, if she's not happy, she don't want to go to work or she's being mean and surly. Um, She's avoiding you and all this kind of stuff. Call and let's talk about it. Let's call right now. So get in that queue at 313-RADICAL, 313-RADICAL. So let's get started with the content today. So what is a holy lover? So a holy lover is something that I came up with um, over the last eight years that keeps me on track with being the best husband I can be, which is what it is, being the best husband I can be that my wife needs. Now, it's really not the best husband I can be. It's being the husband that my wife needs. See, people get that that mixed up. Every woman is different because women are women, and you've got to get her, be her what she needs. Now, there's there are cookie-cutter things that every woman needs, but if you start to learn your wife and, and understand her and what she, you know, you know, uh, her her mannerisms and, and just her, her and herself, then you start to, you have to mold yourself into becoming the husband that she's need. The thing about my life, even when I was a teenager and I was dating in high school, don't y'all laugh at me, <laughs> dating in high school, you know, and then throughout my life, I've always seemed, you know, I've always kept women happy in that like I always adjusted to them you know if they need a listener I was a listener if they needed somebody to talk I was somebody that could talk they needed somebody I would just always um, adapt my personality to them Uh, now whether I I could keep them that's a whole nother thing but get you know first starting off you know I was really good at that and so that's what I'm asking you to do is you've got to understand how to do this every day 
Okay. Next, being the husband, I mean, being the man God created you to be. That's the first part of being a holy lover. Being the man God created you to be, knowing what your mission is, why you're here, because if you don't even know that simple stuff and understand that stuff, how are you going to understand how to keep your wife happy? You know, how are you going to do that? You've got to know your mission as a man. You've got to know why God created you. Boom. You got to know that. Okay. So why should we win our, so we're going to go over some questions just to review from Thursday last week. And then we're going to, I'm going to start Friday and then we're going to get right into it. So basically we're answering questions today of, you know, why should you win the heart of your beloved daily? Well, I just explained that because what will happen is, you know, you will lose that emotional closeness. And for women, that's everything. Okay. Um, why should you, why do men lose the fire and passion for their beloved? Because, well, once we get a woman, then we, we're married to her. And, we, and it's like, okay, I, I'm done. I don't have to do anything now. I'm good to go. I'm going to work on all my other problems. And I don't have to worry about my marriage too much. You know, my wife got her job. I got my job. Bam. You know, well, that don't work, of course, right? Never works. Not for long anyway. So why do men, why, do, why does a wife lose the fire and desire for her husband. Well, that's really simple because he lost the fire and desire for her. That's just how it was. Okay, remember, we are the chasers. Men are the pursuers. Women are like, catch me. If you catch me, you can get the love. If you don't catch me, you don't get the love. That's what the fire and passion is about for her. I'm giving my heart, mind, body, and soul to you. Can you, um, can you encourage me to do that? Can you keep my heart? Can you make me feel special? Number one, where I want to make love to you, where I want to be around with you, where I want to have conversations with you. Okay. Uh, next, um, how do you win the heart of your beloved daily? We're going to go in that. Those are all the things we're going to go with in that in a minute. So I'm going to skip that one. And so why is emotional closeness so important for wives? Why? Because women are, women are nurturers. They are emotional because that's how God created them so that they can bond and nurture the children and nurture you. That's why women are emotional. That's why it's a great thing when used properly. Okay. But a lot of women, when they get hurt, they don't care. They're not, you know, emotional closeness is gone. The connection's gone and they're gone uh, or they avoid you and don't talk. Okay. So um, that is the setup for today. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, and then we will be right back. So think about those things I just said. And now after we get done, we're going to go over the, 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 the specific things. The first ones but from Friday, we're going to go over real quick. I'm not even going to explain them. Then the last 13 or 14, I'm going to go in, you know, a little bit more into those like I was doing last week. So what I can say to you, is if you want to learn how to love your wife, if you want to learn how to win her, her heart every day, stop playing around, stop faking the funk. And we will be right back. Bam. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. 
That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. y'all all right we are back so check it out what we're gonna do is i'm gonna tell you again what gift number 17 is and listen these gifts are the best i call them gifts because as a man you are trying to be a holy lover man that is uh, you are trying to be the epitome of a husband you are and so when I say these gifts, you give these gifts to your wife. You you give her as much as she can stand. You love her so hard that she just can't stand it. And then these 33 gifts, man, you use that to get that woman so that she just loves you so much. She can't be without you. She 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 wants to be near you. She wants to support you. People think when I talk, I'm just talking that it's not real. Dude, it's real. It's real. I create wives like that all the time. I have a beautiful wife that's like that. She's on fire for her husband. I'm on fire for her. And we never let that fire die. And the reason we don't is because I don't let it. Because <laughs> I ain't stupid. I'm not trying to be in divorce court. I'm not. No more. I'm done. I've been there, done that. And if you've never been in divorce court, it is the most miserable place on the planet. Because your life is about to be over and you don't even realize it. You don't. Your kids are like, okay, yesterday was Mother's Day, right? Huh. If you're divorced or you and your wife having problems, where, where, did, where did the kids go for Mother's Day? Where they go to the restaurant? Who goes where? Whose house we going to go over? What restaurant we going to go to? See? Just that right there. Just that right there screwed up. Just right, right there screwed up. Used to be when you was married, what happened? We all go to the restaurant together. We all meet there, the kids, the grandkids, whatever. We all meet together. You know, to wish my mother, our mother, you know, our wife, our my, you know, our wife's happy Mother's Day and stuff. Father's Day, what you gonna do? Father's Day, what you gonna do? Same stuff. Christmas, New Year's, July 4th, Memorial's Day, Thanksgiving. It's all screwed up. And you really don't really, and then everybody tries to act like they okay with it. Oh, well, you know, well, you know, we, we couldn't make it work. That's just an excuse to be weak, man. It is. This is why you try to hear what I'm saying. You win your wife's heart every day. So she does not ever, ever, does not ever let it come in her mind that you don't, you don't have fire for her or passion or desire or that you don't love her. You never, ever want to even enter her mind that that could be the case. Why? Because you were giving her the 33 gifts of a holy lover, baby. <laughs> That's what you do. That's what you do. And if you slip, and if you slip, because we all do, we are human. If you slip as a brother, you don't slip long. You don't slip long. Okay? So what we're going to do is we're going to get into this, and I'm going to go over the ones that we went over uh, um, last week that are real quick. And so how do you win the heart of your beloved daily? Now, a lot of these things you guys are not going to really, you're going to know a lot of them are you not, are you not going to know? But the thing about it is 
we forget to implement them, right? It's not that we don't know something, it's that we don't have the system or we don't have the memory that we forget that that what our priorities are. And then sometimes we neglect our wife and then sometimes we let that go on for weeks and then sometimes we let the neglect go on for months and then sometimes we let the neglect go on for years and then sometimes we even let it go on for decades. And this is why you cannot allow that. Your wife will love you so much more if you sacrifice yourself first. Okay? So, we're going to go over the ones that we went over last week. So, how do you win the heart of your beloved uh, daily? So, the first one was uh, our radar. Our man radar is always up. We watch how she moves, how she talks, her body language, if she is sick, if she is happy, and her moods. The next one. Then we ask questions of why it's like this. Is she okay? What can I do to help? The next one, we always show appreciation. The next one, we never ever take her or our marriage for granted. The next one, we protect her. The next one, we serve her. The next one, we do the little things that show we care even though we don't have to. The next one, we make her feel secure in our love and never take that love for granted. You continuously learn everything possible about her. The next one, you always tell her what you are thinking, no matter how trivial or terrible. The next one, you involve her in your life by telling her special details about your day. The next one, you make love to her outside the bedroom. The next one, we make her feel secure. The next one, we are forever curious about her. The next one, we always place her needs, wants, and desires before our own. The next one, we listen to her daily without interruption. And if we do interrupt, it is only for clarification on a point she has made. The next one, we place her needs, desires, and wants first and foremost inside the bedroom by understanding what she needs as a woman and to feel completely and totally fulfilled sexually. Next one, inside the bedroom, we leave our ego at the door. Next one, we love marriage. Um, we, we solve marriage problems immediately. The next one, we help her with her personal problems and give advice only if she asks. But otherwise, we ask her when she is finished, is there anything we can do to help? The next one, we don't act like every other man in society and only do special things or buy her special gifts on her birthday, anniversary, Christmas, or Valentine's Day. We do these things throughout the year spontaneously. And guess what, fellas? I'm going to add Mother's Day, right? We're going to add Mother's Day to that one, right? Although in my house, I tell them, look, man, she ain't my mama. She's your mama, right? So I'm not going out spending $500 on your mama now. That's your job because it's your mama. It ain't my mama. Now, it's Mother's Day. <laughs> it ain't anniversary. It ain't Valentine's Day. It ain't what is the other ones. Christmas, you know, uh, birthday. That's my time. Mother's Day, I'm she's not my mother. I got a mother. Right? And so, but you know, I I, I give my wife a little something, you know, but it's the kids' job to make it special. And I work with the kids to make it special. All right. So look, that's a big one. So those are the ones we covered last week. So now what we're going to do is we're going to cover the ones now. And I want to go over, listen, I want to go over this one that I just did. We don't like, you know, we don't act like every other man in society and only do special things or buy her special gifts on her birthday, anniversary, Christmas, Valentine's Day, or Mother's Day. 
Look, man, we do these things spontaneous throughout the year. Look, man, your wife did not marry you because you were like every other jerk off out there in the society. She didn't. She married you because she thought you were special. She thought that you were the man of her dreams. She thought that you were going to make her happy forever. This is the promise. And man, if you can keep that unsaid promise in your head every day throughout your life, you will never disappoint your wife. You won't. You will, matter of fact, you'll feel guilty if you don't do something to, to make her feel at least a little special every day. You will, you, you know, and the reason why is because if you're just like every other dude out there, then what does she need you for? Right? If you're not a man of God, if you're not a Christian soldier, what does she need you for? If you're not a, a husband, you don't make her feel number one, like she's probably number one in your life. If you don't bring that, if you don't love God and bring that grace into your home, then you're just, what, why are you so important? What do I need you for? Money? I could get any man to give me money. Women are good at that. <laughs> they are really good at getting men to give them money. They don't need you for that. Your wife needs you for you. And if you can just try your best to remember that, man, that will help. That will help. It really will. Okay. So if you got any questions on that, you can always call. We can go deeper. So the next one, we ask her opinion when then we actually value that opinion and take her advice when it is warranted. And even if we don't take her advice to her, why lovingly? Okay, so basically your wife is very important that you value her opinion. Why? Because that's a that's respect. That's a sign of respect. That's a sign of love. That's a sign of you care. That's a sign of you care about her. And that's that's why we always show that we value her opinion. Now, listen, everybody's advice, we can't take everybody's advice, right? I mean, everybody's advice ain't for us. So the, the thing about it is, is if you don't take your wife's advice, the thing about it, you just don't make her feel stupid or shove her off. Ah, oh, that's stupid. I ain't doing that. Don't make no sense. You know, you, you got to remember who you're talking to. If that was, if you was talking to me and you said that, I'd be like, hey, cool. Hey, man, no problem. You know, I ain't your wife, you know, but when you're talking to your beloved, you can, you can't dismiss her like that. Because if you do, then guess what? That he don't love me thing starts deepening. Why did he just hurt me like that? You know? Because remember, the way you talk to your wife, you cannot talk to her like you talk to another man or even to your mother or your father or anybody else. You know, you guys are bonded too deeply. And if you don't speak to her in the correct way, you will hurt her deeply. And it's it, even your body language, your tone of voice and all of that. So next, I got to put a, a thing on this. Um, next one is we never... Make huge decisions without first consulting her. How many guys do you know? How many husbands do you know? They'll go out and buy a boat. Don't tell their wife and then come home and say, hey, we got a boat. And your wife goes, you got a boat? What are you going to get a boat for? Well, I wanted a boat and I was going to have some fun. We could go do all this stuff in the boat. All that. And it ain't that your wife don't want the boat. It ain't your wife don't care about the boat. The thing about it is you didn't even ask her if she want a boat. <laughs> I had a client that did that. He wasn't my client. He didn't. He, he wasn't my client. I take that back. He, I, but I, he's the guy I talked to, and he's he's he said he went out and bought a boat, and his wife couldn't believe it. 
that that means that shows no respect. People think, you know, I, I had a um, you know, one of my like one of my my grandfather, my grandfather would he was one he's one of he was from the old school, from the real old school. Basically, he didn't tell my he would tell his wife where about his money. So his money, he'd had his money and stuff. He had his money. I, don't ask me. I know you look. You guys that got money, you guys think different about us guys that don't have money. <laughs> you think different. I mean, because <laughs> I, I mean, I've never had that kind of money where I can hide my money <laughs> and don't let people know where my money's at. You know, but that's was my grandfather. He he had his money, and my my grandma would know the money was stuff like that. And I never understood how people done that, but I kind of do now because of where our society is. Our society is so immoral. I see why dudes do that now. If you are a millionaire, billionaire, and you marry a woman, okay, yeah, you're supposed to love her, honor, and cherish her, and trust and everything. But man, it's too easy to get a divorce. You could go. You could. I think now you could be married to a woman for a year, and she getting half of your money. Women too. Women billionaires. I mean, they do the same thing. You could marry some dude. And he, you know, he acts like he loves you and plays the game for two or three, four years, and all of a sudden, you get divorced. Because you can get divorced in 30 days. 30 days, dude, if you don't fight it. So, if I'm a, if, I mean, if I, I mean, I kind of understand, because I don't have money like that. So, I can't presume to understand what a rich man will go through. Dudes that are, people that are, you know, a husband and a wife that are well off. I really can't understand that. But I guess I could try to. And only way reason is because today's people, this society, there's no God in it. So people don't even have that 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 thing to even really trust people. And then plus the way the government has divorce set up, it it, it makes sense to to, to 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 sign if you if you have that kind of money, it makes some kind of sense to sign some kind of agreement. Like if we're married for a year or then two, you know, then eventually we're married for 20, 30 years. You know, then, of course, the money, everything goes to your wife. But I can see starting out where we would have some kind of agreement that, you know, because, man, people, I mean, dudes, you know, people get with their they let their loins run their life. Right. They let their loins run their life. And. It can it can happen, but the thing about it is, man, it's still in the church. You're not really supposed to sign up prenuptial agreements and stuff, um, because that that is a uh, that's kind of I think that's is a case for an annulment, you know. But I guess I can understand, you know. Though so, next, um, so you don't make big decisions without consulting your wife, um, and because why? Because that means you don't to her that's showing her that you don't care that you don't value her opinion. And that you're trying to hide stuff. Okay. Next. Um, so next is we whisk her away on three-day weekends. Boom. Okay. So you have your big time vacations and you have, you know, like your week vacation, your two-week vacation and stuff like that. Some people can take 30-day vacations. But basically, you always take your wife every now and then, every at least every quarter on a three day, you know, three day, three day, a three day weekend. Why? Just whisk her away. Just say, cause she come off of work. Hey, we're going to the beach. Matter of fact, I just told my wife that this morning, man, I'm getting burned out. We got to get out of here in June or July, you know. So y'all expect either June or July, but there'll be like seven days without no podcast because <laughs> I'll be some older shows because. 
I'm getting burnt out. So, and that's what, and that's just, that's just how we all are. You know, uh, I've had a vacation in a while. And so I, it's that gets that time. So it's the same thing, but you whisk your wife away. It's, it's exciting. You whisk her away to, to Florida or to, to New York or something like that. Something that you can just go to and have a, and be back by the weekend, three day weekend and stuff. You know, that's great. Next one. Um, we, um, now look, man, these things build up, man. These things build up. And that's why I, it's a lot. It's 34 of these. And that's just the ones I thought of. I'm sure there's more. But the thing about it is, man, it's about habits, man. It, it's going to be hard at first. That's why you have me and the guys in the program. You know, it takes them. It takes six months to a year for them to get into habits of doing these things. And so that their wife can see that they're serious and can trust them. If you want to know more about the ones we talked about on Friday, then um, you can go to my YouTube channel on, on the live, click on the live, and you can talk about, see the one on Friday. Well, we, we, I, I won't go into more depth on those. Okay, the next one. We're always excited to see her. So it's very important that you, again, excitement is contagious. And if every time you see your wife, you don't really even look at her, you don't, you just say, hello, how are you doing? Uh, you don't really get into her. You don't really ask her, have a, try to have a conversation. You don't really do anything. You're never excited about her. Oh, how you doing? You know, like basically like, what are you doing here? I mean, your wife eventually over time, that's how your wife loses the fire for you because you ain't got no fire for her. And what will happen is, man, look, when your wife walks through the door, man, get off your butt, man, and go hug your wife and kiss her and let her know you missed her. If you, you know, you coming home from work and your wife is home, do the same thing. Hey, I missed you. Uh, you know, I, I, I was a couple of times during the day I really thought about you. And those times during the day that you think about your wife lovingly, you pick up your darn phone and you text her and you say, I'm thinking about you right now and I, I love you. You don't let that feeling go. That's another thing. You never, ever let a nostalgic feeling go about your wife. You always do something with that, Right. Like if you're sitting, let's say you, 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 um, let's say you, you know, you're a doctor and you know, you're in between, you know, you just saw a patient, you're walking out the door out of the outside of the exam room and you go, wow, man, you know, I can't wait to see my wife tonight or something like that, man. What you do is you get your phone and you say, I can't wait to see you tonight. And Dude, that lets you, I mean, that's just like sporadic, spontaneous stuff. And that's a habit that you got to get into. You always let your wife know what's on your mind and it works, man, because they become excited about you. They know that you genuinely care. Okay. Uh, next. Um, we tell her we miss her. We love her. We can't live without her. We can't wait to see her. Now, I just kind of covered that with the other one because that kind of naturally leads into this one. You know, you a lot of times we, as husbands, we, we forget that we are dealing with our beloved, right? And sometimes we forget that she is a woman full of emotions and those emotions are filled up for us, especially when we first get married. Now, listen, as you, as you get older, you, I know your wife, you know, when you guys get older and, and, and people are in this thing of, well, the older we get, we don't do that stuff young people do. That is, that's from hell for one thing. That's from hell. Oh, well, we're not supposed to, you know, we're 70, 80, 90 years old and, you know, we don't, old people don't have sex. That's from hell, dude. That's from hell. 
Your our job as a married couple, no matter how old we are, is to portray to the the society, and av- you're basically an advertisement for marriage. That's what you are. When you go out to society, you are an advertisement for marriage, especially in your home when you when your kids with your kids, your adult kids, your grandkids. You know, people think, well, I can't this one this thing going around. Well, I can't have babies no more, so I don't have to have sex with my husband. What kind of what kind of demonic stuff is that? If if a, if a couple's not having sex, how do they get close? How do they remain close and 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 bonded to each other? And how do they to they how do they how does you maintain that connection? We're not. I mean, yeah, I want you to be best friends with your wife and your husband, but man, best friends is friendship set on fire, baby. That's what you need the mental embrace for too, you know. And so this is why one of the things that we hit heavy in, in the Catholic Alpha Marriage Program is we teach you how to protect your body from, you know, from getting erectile dysfunction, from pre- premature ejaculation and stuff like that. Because I realize that the mental embrace is very important in, in our marriage. Right below God is number two. And if we don't cultivate that, Boom. So that's why you always, you know, when you're out in society, you know, you love your wife like you are 18 or 19 or 20 years old. Because, listen, you're a man. Think about it. You still have the feelings that you had when you was 18 and 19 and 20. You're just older, but those feelings are still there. So your wife is the same thing. In your wife's mind, she's this young, 20-year-old, vital woman. That in her mind, that's where she is. Just because we look older on the outside and we get more experience, that does not mean that we change, our feelings change. And I think if you, if as husbands, if we if we could just realize that, that we won't, you know, we don't just because we're old, well, we're not going to do that stuff no more. But it's nothing wrong with having great conversations with your wife. There's nothing wrong with holding your wife's hand. There's nothing wrong with letting your uh, putting your wife's uh, feet over your over your lap when you guys are watching TV. There's nothing wrong that you guys are in the restaurant and your food comes and you kiss your wife in the mouth and you hug her. Um, it's nothing wrong with showing that affection because and then people will look at you and go, "Oh my God, he really loves her," which does what? It markets marriage. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next. Um, next. Um, you do everything you can to become her best friend and she yours. Okay. Listen. So it's called, I call it the best friend concept. It's very important. You want to be your wife's best friend and she wants to be yours. Now, look, I hear people all the time tell me, well, I want to be, the, I ain't got to be her best friend to, to us to be married. Then what you married for? What you married for? If all your other, if you got you got five or ten other friends that are more important than your wife, that is silly. It really is silly. Your wife is your confidant. She's your helpmate. She's your beloved. She's the one who you turn. You should be turning to when when things are good, great, bad, or indifferent or terrible. Why? Because women thrive off that. She wants to know everything about you. She wants to know your hurts. She wants to know your joys. And, and if all, and all the time you're giving that to somebody else who's your best friend, then guess what your wife's going to do? She's going to be more best friend with her best friend. 
She's going to tell her all the stuff about you. She's going to tell her all the stuff about what y'all do and don't do. She's going to tell her the good, the bad, the ugly, the indifferent. She's going to tell her uh, about uh, her. She's going to tell her her wants, her desires, and her dreams and stuff to her best friend, which means she ain't telling you. So what does that mean? That's the road to hell. For your marriage, I mean, that's the road to hell for your marriage. But basically, you are, if you ain't your wife's best friend, you best believe somebody is. And you, you really, you got married because this person is the person you're going to spend eternity with, the rest of your life forever with. And if you're not their best friend, that means what? You're not even curious about her no more. You don't care, you know. And, and I can't express the best friend concept enough. Matter of fact, the best friend concept is one of the phases leading up to the fulfillment of totally sexually fulfilling your wife. Because if you ain't your wife's best friend, uh, eventually she ain't going to say going to be boring for her with you. Because why? Women, man, they are nurturers, dude. They have the emotional thing going on. And the close, if they're best friends with you, that means they feel really, really close to you, which means what? They want to make love with you. They can't help it. But if you're, you know, if you guys ain't close and you're just, well, I'm, I'm his wife and I just got to give him some because he wants some because God said I do. That gets old real quick, don't it? Okay? So it's very important that you understand that being friends is one of the things that increases the intimacy in your marriage very much so. Okay? Next one. Man, we're doing good today, y'all. Uh, see, next one. You pray for her daily through a rosary or some sort of meditative prayer. Yep, can't forget prayer. Can't forget our suffering and sacrifice, right, and our penance, right? You can't. Also, that prayer and suffering and sacrifice is also one of the sexual, or one of the phases leading up to your wife's complete and total sexual fulfillment while you're playing. Okay, you gotta. The more you pray for your wife, and it has to be meditative prayer. The more meditative prayer that you pray for your wife, the more in love you fall for her, because you're giving your life away for her every day. You're on your knees and you're praying for that woman. You, you pray for her to be the best woman she can be. You're praying for her to be the best wife she can be. You can pray. You're praying for her soul. You're praying for God to have mercy on her. And you're, through your suffering and sacrifice, you are giving your life away for your beloved. And you are uniting that suffering with Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ is what he's doing is he's sending the Holy Spirit to, to get your wife's heart to melt for you and to keep what? Peace in your home. Guys, we really don't understand how important our prayer is. And it must be meditative prayer. I'm not talking about vocal prayer. I mean meditative prayer, like what? A rosary, a divine mercy chaplet. You go to adoration. You go to daily mass for your wife. You, um, you know, you pray um, just any kind of marriage prayers, you know, and, and they must, you meditate on scripture for your wife. You know, you do all of these things to to show that you love her and then God will bring the grace into your home and you will have peace. Dudes, we forget when we have peace in our home, we, we tend to forget what hell's like in our home. And I, I'm telling you, it can flip really quick. This is why you need the grace from God and, and through your prayer, okay? Next, you pray together at least occasionally. So look, 
you you know, praying together is important. You pray with your wife. You pray a rosary. And I'm not talking about saying grace. I mean, you know, that's a given. But I mean, you guys pray a rosary together. You guys go to adoration together, which is praying. You go to adoration together. You guys go to daily mass together. You go to Sunday mass together. You know, all of these things are important. You, We must, as husbands, ignite the spiritual world. We, we must ignite the supernatural world so that we get this grace in our marriage. So because the love between us and our wife is one flesh, and that one flesh love creates our children, and then that one flesh love creates the um it creates the grace and it spreads out to our children and to our grandchildren to their children we forget through selfishness women too wives too we forget how important our marriage is we forget the effects that our marriage has on the world on society on our immediate environment and if we thought about it and didn't think about ourselves so much, you would see that you are you and your wife are this special light in the world that when you have a great marriage, everybody sees it. And then you are a testimonial from God through God to them. OK, next. Um, we never neglect her and spend most of our free time with her. Jerry, you mean I got to spend all my free time with her? I can't have no time on my own. I can't, Jerry. You mean like I can't even go bowling with the fellas? <laughs> Look, here's the deal. That's where best friends come in. Believe it or not, man, your wife wants to do everything you want to do when she loves you. She will. Your wife will jump out of airplanes. She'll go to the golf plane with you. She'll climb mountains with you. Your wife will do anything that you want to do. And you know what? If it's something that she don't want to do, I guarantee you she'll want to go. She'll go and support you. Maybe she might not want to jump out the airplane. I learned this from uh, uh, one of the guys that I that I that I learned uh, learned stuff to Doctor Ito, and he one of his one of his um. One of his things is, you know, when you marry, you go and spend time with in doing what your wife and husband wants to do, no matter if you want to do it or not. Because if you don't, then you then the couple gets in this habit of being selfish, right? Of not giving themselves. Believe it or not, it's a sacrifice to go and do something that your husband wants to do that you don't want to do. Women kind of understand that, right? So let's say you you want you you are a person that loves to jump out of airplanes like skydiving. Your wife is like, "Uh baby, I, I love you, but I don't want to jump out in no airplanes." <laughs> but you know what she can do? Dr. Edo says, which is I think's a great idea, is your wife, so ask your wife to support you as much as she can. Like, maybe she won't jump out of the plane, but she'll get up in the airplane and, and go up in the airplane with you and the pilot and, you know, ride with you and and and, and maybe, you know, maybe even put on a, a shoot. But when it comes to actually jumping out, you jump out and then she goes, see you later. <laughs> and then she goes back and she flies back down with the uh, pilot, lands and meet you at the at the spot. And see, this is where it's this is the thing about husbands that we don't understand. 
our wives want to go like the thing that we hate with our wives, right? Is what most dudes don't want to go shopping with their wife, right? <laughs> and oh man, it's a big deal. Why we got to go to the mall? Why we got to do this? But see, your wife likes that. She enjoys it. So what do you do? You say you go and then you say after an hour, you say, well, I'm going to go, you know, babe, I, we hung out for an hour. And another thing, too, is when you do these things with your wife, you have a great attitude like me. Like my wife doesn't like to shop. I don't know why. Well, I do know why, but I don't like I don't like to shop, you know. Um, but the thing about it is, is let's say it's reversed when I when. I go, if I was going shopping with her and I didn't want to, I'd be excited about it. I'd say, oh, that's that dress is cute. Or you look good in that. Oh, yeah. I think we you look good with the restaurant and that. You know, you you have a good attitude and you you because you're there to get into her. You really don't care about what you're doing. You just want to spend time with her. Okay. And that is a very good trick. That is a very not a trick. That's a very good habit to get into. Um and your wife, if 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 your wife knows that you don't like to shop, she knows that. But the fact that you're there, it, it means a lot, right? Okay, next, you have pleasurable and exciting conversations daily. I call it the bonding conversation. Why? It's called a bonding conversation because every husband and wife, you're not around each other. Let's say, well, you say you work nine to five. You work, you work nine to five, right? You work nine to five. And you work nine to five. She works nine to five. So basically, you get up at seven o'clock in the morning. Let's say, you know, you see each other. You, most people don't even eat don't eat breakfast together anymore. So basically, you might see her in passing, or she might sleep later than you, or whatever. So you really don't see her in the morning. It's just you know a kissing goodbye, right? So then you, so then you guys are gone for eight to ten hours. That's if you don't work overtime because you know it takes half hour to an hour to get to work and get there, and then of course the getting home stuff. So basically, and then if you don't get home at the same time, so that's another hour, right? So basically, you're talking eight to twelve hours that you guys were apart. So you got to sleep. So that's six to eight hours to sleep. You know, you got to eat. That's another hour, and so. It's easy to get, it's easy, very easy to get in this routine where we really don't talk to each other. We don't say anything. We just kiss it. I love you and goodbye, you know, and it doesn't, it doesn't build any excitement or we don't get any connection from that. This is why I don't really advocate men and women working together because of this simple fact that people work together and they work close together and sometimes emotions get out of hand and that's how you have affairs with men and women working together. And of course, every woman's going to say, well, you're a man, you should be stronger than that. Well, you're right, but dang, it's like it's like when the summertime comes. It's like right now, it's going to be summertime. Every woman on the planet has on tight shorts, tight tight uh, skirts, tight dresses, tight up uh, uh, blouses, Butts hanging all out, stomachs hanging all out, hair flowing in the wind, you know, and every woman. No, not just one woman or two. Yeah, I could deal with one or two, but every woman you see, once you go outside your house, it's in the church is called custody of the eyes. You're not supposed to be looking at a woman lustfully, or you can't admire her and say, Oh, she's beautiful, she has a nice body, or whatever, but you don't you can't sit there. And just like gawk at her and, and go into, you know, but if every woman you see, <laughs> if every woman you see is like that, it's like, it's like my head, it's like you get a headache, right? Because 
it's like I can't I can't custody of ass from everybody. I can only custody the ass from a few. And after a while, it gets old. It gets very hard to do that. And so this is what I mean with, with wise. You know, we, we have to understand that men, we are very visual. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. And so it's, is it really fair that we hold a man responsible for every, in the summertime, every woman that goes by on the beach has no clothes on. So what are we supposed to do? Walk around with our head, walk around with our head, looking at the sand the whole day or looking up at the sky the whole day. You got to I mean, my, my wife, I don't even think she gets, I don't, I don't know. I haven't asked her, but if she does get upset, I'm sorry. Nothing I could do. I mean, I try, but that's, this is why it's important that we show our wife. Our wife knows that we love them and only them. Right. Okay. So next, so you have to have, um, so to, to go on with that, you have to have pleasurable conversations every night to bond, right? To, to ward off all of that stuff. So when you come home, you're gone for 10, 12 hours. You guys come home and for half hour to an hour every night, you should be having a bonding conversation where you're talking about your day. I mean, really talking about your day. Like, who did you encounter? What did you talk about? Um, who'd you flip off <laughs> during going to work and coming home? I mean, what somebody did to you or didn't do to you, what your boss said. You think that stuff is boring, but it's not really boring. It's your wife. Is, you're, telling, you're involving your wife in your life. Just like a wife, it's the same way. You ask her the same stuff. And then she's involving you in her life. It's kind of like almost you were there because she tells you all these stories. And then if your wife is not interested, then let her cut the conversation off. She might say, well, babe, well, you know, it's getting late. I'm going to go. I got to go uh, get the kids and get them in bed or I got to finish cooking dinner or I got to set the table or whatever. You know, she'll let you know, you know, but the thing about it is, is you try. Conversations are very important, man. You need those. Okay, next, you make her feel she can discuss anything with you, no matter how bad or terrible it is, by being approachable and always maintaining control as Christ would. If your wife, gentlemen, if your wife does not hold things from you, if your wife doesn't talk to you, uh, it's because you're not approachable. And I, that can hurt some guy. That could be a little painful to hear that. But it's the truth. Women, they have no problem opening up to people if they think they're going to be receptive. Now, you might not have to agree with the Your wife doesn't really care if you agree with her or not. I mean, I'm should they do? She wants you to agree with her, but you know what I mean. But the main thing is if every time a, a wife tells a husband something and then that husband loses it or he's critical or he's blaming or he, you know, he gets frustrated and things like that, then eventually – Women don't want to go to that. They don't like getting hurt. So she'll just not tell you nothing. So if you have a wife, if your wife is doing that to you, then what happens is what you must do as a man is you must become approachable, which means every time, even if your wife come and tell you something that's really bad, even if you get upset, you don't, you calm down first and you talk about it in a calm way and you try to solve that. Because if she can't tell you the, the good things, then how's she going to tell you the bad things? She, I'm, I'm going to help you. She's not. You have to be approachable. Men are called to control ourselves all the time. That's our life. That's our cross in life. That's our major cross in life. We are all as men con called to control ourselves like Christ does. And when we don't, 
very bad things can happen, right? Like we lose marriages. Okay, almost done. Two more. Um, you place her on a pedestal and you never pull her down from it. So I'm going to say that one more time. You place her on a pedestal and you never pull her down from it. And this goes back to me saying, guys not believing that the things that I'm talking about can create a very good marriage. Listen, here's what you do. If you don't believe what I'm saying, I want you to take episode 108 and episode 109 and you and your wife after dinner one night before you go to bed, watch each episode and just sit there and watch your wife. Just sit there and watch her. You ain't got to say one word. You know what she's going to do? Wow. Yep. He's right. Yep. Mm hmm. Yep. Sure. was. Why don't you do that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Boy. Darn. What's this guy's name? You ought to work with him. Boom. And then you'll see your wife will agree with almost everything I'm saying. You know why? Because that's what she signed up for. She signed up for that. And so if you can can show her that if you start doing this win her heart every day, you'll see, man, things will change. Things will start changing. They will. Okay? So we become a holy lover, which is becoming the man God created us to be. We become the husband she needs. And that is a holy lover, gentlemen. 33 gifts of her holy lover. That is number 17. And I hope that you got some out of that. And I hope that you men really understand that you must be vulnerable to your beloved. You must win her heart every day. Yes, this is a lot, but it works and the payoff is immeasurable. Some problems just magnif magnificently outweigh others, right? And marriage maintenance is the way to never have to deal with the horror of marriage crisis. These things are a matter of habit. You say you love your beloved, then never break the unsaid promise, which is show her that she is the most important things in your life, not by words, but by your actions. You know, do this by your actions and not by your words. Okay. She signed up for your love, not to have kids, do dishes, take out the trash, work hours upon hours with no end in sight. She signed up for your love and you and your, you are duty bound to give her all that she can stand, all that she can stand, and much, much more. Bam. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days.
Quiz. All right, all right. Again, we are done for today, and I really hope that you got something out of that. I really hope that um, I helped you understand how important gift number 17 is. They're all important, but our job, here's the thing. My job is to get open your eye, get you to open your eyes and see the world and see your life for what it really is. And the thing about it is, is um, when we, you want to try to figure out how can I be that husband that, that she wants and she needs for her. And if you can figure that out, that's like half of your battle, right? Um, and so today I hope that I helped you do that a little bit more. Um, and the thing about it is there's a system that you have to follow to never, the job for me as a coach is not only to help you keep your wife or to get your wife back, that is, those things are relatively easy if you do what I ask you to do. The hard part where my value comes in as a coach is if you're in marriage crisis or you're in a good marriage, um, my job is to teach you how to never, you know, to, 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 to get your marriage to where your wife never wants to ever leave again, ever even think about it. This is, that's the, that's the whole key. That's the whole key. And, and listen, a lot of marriage programs, man, they, they can do those first too. They can help you get your wife back. You know, uh, they can help you, you know, start building a good marriage and stuff, but see where they fail is how do you, how do you keep, that woman there for the next 50 years how do you keep her happy and fulfilled and want to be near you and love you and spread your love through your family through society for the next 70 years or 20 years or 80 years if you're married at 20 years old that is the trick that is the key to the whole thing most people they can get you those first two not most people. My people can't get you the first two. But the key is once you get her back, will she not be trying to leave again or be unhappy again in a, in a year or five years or 10 years or 20 years or 30 years or 40 years or whatever? That's the key, man. So that being said, we are done for today and we conclude as we always do with the quote from Pope Benedict XVI, which states, society offers you comfort. But you weren't made for comfort. You were made for greatness. Now go forth, Christian soldier. The spiritual fight is upon you. Fast, pray, and prepare for battle. Thank you for listening in today. If what you heard helped you in any way and you would like more personal attention, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior marriage coaching. And remember to join the Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast as a caller or listener every Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern. To join as a caller, dial area code 313 Radical. To join as a listener or view the live stream, visit the Catholic Alpha Radical Live Facebook page or visit CatholicAlpha.com for Catholic marriage help that actually works. Bang.